Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and I'm so thrilled today to be talking about the movie The Valet with actor and producer Eugenio Derbez and Samara Weaving. And Eugenio, I wanted to start by asking about the extensive journey in which this film has taken to screen. Um, you know, you've been involved as a producer, and, and that journey towards the final draft was over the course of about seven years. Um, and, and when it began, you know, Obama was president, and then obviously the country culturally shifted a huge amount over those years. And I know that it was very important to you to make a film which really reflected the culture and society that we're living in at present and was really interested in how that informed a lot of the dynamics and themes and the way that you wanted to approach them in the film alongside the rest of the creative team. Well, we, we, that is just what you said. Um, all that happened, it was seven years of uh, trying to get the right script because I feel that um, the main star in any project is the script. When you have a great script, you have everything. So we were looking for, a, we were trying to nail it. Uh, and and I, we felt that when Trump became president, we needed to make some changes. And, and especially we wanted to talk about um, how invisible sometimes all these uh, immigrants, all these hardworking class immigrants are in this country. Uh, how, how many times you, you're in your building and you see the janitor every single day, but you know even, even his name or who he is or where he comes from. So we wanted to reflect that. We wanted to reflect uh, how important they are for uh, this country and to make them more visible. So that's why we, it took us uh, so long to, to nail the, the right script. Yeah, I mean, I really love that. And I think it all, all worked in the final version of the film. And Samara, for you, you know, this film is so much about characters and, and really being seen in different ways. And for Olivia, she's also going through her own journey of this. <laughs> and within that, it also feels like stemming from her relationship with her mother as someone who, you know, took advantage of her, embezzled against her, that she had to stand up in court against, that there's a lot of protective walls that she's had to build up <laughs> out of necessity for herself. And I was interested in shaping this character, how you kind of wanted to create these walls and figure out what that protectiveness is that she's constructed for herself <laughs> so that then you can go through the film finding the ways in which they start to come down around Antonio. That is the kindest description of an absolute lunatic. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I mean, she she is a, uh, quite lost when we meet her. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean... Um, you know, I think um, she starts off as very, very jaded, which is quite funny, um, and uh, takes it out on everyone around her and just thinks that she's entitled to everything and everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's just surrounded by yes-men, so she probably doesn't know better. Or she does, but she doesn't. Maybe she doesn't care. I don't know. Um, and then through meeting Antonio, she's sort of... Um, Oh, starts to get her priorities checked and uh, maybe shifts <laughs> point of view are for the better. Eugenio, one of the other aspects of the script that I wanted to ask you about was, was the language of it, because again, that's something that I know that you fought really hard for when people wanted to come on board the film, but were suggesting that it be all in English or majority English. Um, but I love the fact that it's so authentic within its scenes. You know, when your character is speaking Spanish, it's very much when he's talking to his son, when he's with his mother, with his family at home, um, you know, and just the, the, the way that it really reflects family and community in a beautiful way. And, and also even with Mr. Kim, it being 
important to have Korean language in there as well. And so I was interested in how you really wanted to use that as an authentic exploration of these characters and to really reflect that idea of community. Well, as you just said, we wanted to keep it authentic. Uh, I always hated uh, Hollywood movies when you see uh, James Bond in, in, in China and everyone in China speaks in English. And they go to Russia. Everyone in Russia, they speak in, in English. They go to Mexico, even in Mexico, who no one speaks in. I mean, normal people, are, they don't speak in English. Uh, and you see them, everyone is speaking in English. And I hated that. So here we, went, we were trying to reflect uh, uh, the, the authenticity of L.A. Uh, the U.S., but especially L.A., it's a melting pot. And and there's there are many languages. I I, I every, every time I see my gardeners, they're speaking Spanish. I speak to them in Spanish, and 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 the, we wanted to keep the Koreans speaking Korean. Um, so I fought back a lot with the studios because I wanted to be real and not just make another movie like the one we've seen. We wanted to make a really honest and special movie for for all the, 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 the people that live in America. And, and jumping over into talking about some of the comedic elements of the film, which are done so well, um, it sounds like it was an incredibly collaborative environment when working with Richard Wong, the director of the film, and being able to try things and push things further. And for you, Samara, you know, you're really taking this character and finding finding the lines as to like how far you can push her and have her still feel like a very grounded character in the movie. Um, you know, were there moments where you would would try something and it would feel like it was going a little bit too far? Or what was that journey of finding where that line was? So that it still always felt very grounded to her. Yeah, oh, 100%. I would go way over the top and I'd tell Richard, like, please bring me back. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I would. it was so much fun, though, because he really um, he created such a safe environment for us all to just have a go and play. And, you know, sometimes with comedy, it takes a second to find the rhythm. And, you know, we didn't have much time for rehearsals. Our shooting schedule was quite insane. Um, so, yeah, it was great. It was great fun. I mean, it was hard work because it's. I think it's harder making people laugh than it is to make people cry. But, um, yeah, Richard was a fearless leader and um, super collaborative. The writers were collaborative. Uh, the actors were great fun. It was, it was a fantastic experience. Yeah, it was a great experience, yeah. It also sounds like it was really a space where there was a lot of space to bring ideas to the table as well. And Eugenio, one of the things that you brought to the table that I wanted to ask about was Antonio's hair, because that was an idea that you very specifically were incredibly adamant about. This is the hairstyle that he's going to have. And even the fact that it, it changes when Olivia comes into his world and then he finds his way back to his hairstyle and his authentic self along the way. Uh, where did the genesis of that particular hairstyle come from and why was that such an important character detail to you? I wanted to reflect uh, a real world, and I did a lot of research. I went with uh, to the, a lot of uh, well, every restaurant I went for the and for an entire year. I was taking pictures to the ballet parking with any excuse, um, so I can study how they how they walk, how they talk, how they uh, do cut their hair, and I realized that eighty percent of them have the same haircut. It was like a, like the same pattern, you know, shaved on the sides and then flat on the top and, and all the way up. So I love that. And I, I, I was like, it would be really funny to have that haircut. And then you can play a little bit when she comes to into his life. So he changes a little bit, a tiny bit. It's not just that <laughs> straight up. 
And, uh, and I felt it was part of the personality of Antonio, his hair and his mustache. So I really fought back because they, Rich was a little bit like, ah, it could be too much. And we're like, Rich, trust me, go and watch any ballet part. I've been doing this, Richard, for a year. So I think it was, it was perfect. And Samara, one of the details that I love that you brought to the table for your character was that moment where her makeup's just completely smeared yeah. across her face the morning after she's crashed out yeah. in, his, in his apartment. Uh, what was kind of the genesis of where that particular idea came from for you? Oh, look. Um, we've all woken up a little bit on the wrong side of the fence, haven't we? Um, I don't know. I just thought, I always love when, um, you know, you go to these big fancy events and then, you know, by the end of the night, you're like just flipping your, you know, chicken cutlets out and you're just ripping off your eyelashes and you're taking your hair extensions out. Like it's, so I wanted to break down this illusion that that's, that anyone sort of <laughs> wakes up like that. I mean, I'm sure there are beautiful women who don't have to do anything. Um, but for the majority of us mortals, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into it, which is really fun. But um, yeah, I wanted to sh- uh, sort of um, show the sort of behind the scenes, like she's got all the spanks on and um, everything. And yeah, I just thought it was going to be, really, it was just for the laughs. I just thought it was funny if she just looked absolutely insane. <laughs> no, it works really well. And then, you know, on the other end of the, the comedic spectrum, you also get to play a lot with physical comedy for both of you. And one of those is the scene where they're pretending that they're sleeping together for yeah. the sake of the PIs that have been following them and trailing them. And it's such a great scene. And that really feels like something where there's so many different ways that you could have played that particular moment, kind of figured out the different motions of it. So how did the two of you work together along Side Richard to really figure out, you know, what's going to be the funniest in this moment, but also what's really capturing the most about character. Because even, you know, Antonio crawling out of the room tells us so much about his level of comfort with what's going on in the moment. I think that that scene was easy for me. All the work was for Samara because uh, uh, it was hard, right? To play something. I mean, it was all in the script. It just said that she just went insane and was writhing around like a. (laughs) who knows what um so I just had to sort of we had a nice boundary chat and then we just I just swallowed my pride and (laughs) went ham It works so great. And, and Samara, I was also interested in, you know, with your character being an actor and, and being at a certain point in her career where she has her own company, there's <laughs> buyers who are interested in coming in. It feels like she's really on the precipice as an actor of, of kind of that, that next level in her career. And so that really informs so much of how much is at stake for her. And yeah. also the, the awareness that she has of every single time that she steps outside the front door, the interest that's oh, going to no. follow her. Um, and I was interested in how the, the level and the place that her career is at informed a lot of aspects of the character for you I mean she just takes it so seriously you just want to be like calm down it's not a big deal like relax you're fine like no one cares yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but I, I did like this idea that she's so wrapped up in it and just thinks that it's the most important thing in the world that she thinks she's like changing the universe <laughs> um and through Antonio you know she realizes that Maybe family is more important than starting a successful company. (laughs) It was fun. 
it was fun. Yeah. And with, an, with Antonio, you know, we see so early on that he's not entering into this fake relationship for any sort of self, for any of the money, you know, he's trying to do it to win his ex back. And so he's so far outside of his comfort zone. And, and like the moment where they're on the red carpet for her premiere is such a great example of that, where you really manage to play to the comedy of the situation, but also just the genuine emotional fear and anxiety that that builds in him as a character. And so how did you approach a lot of moments like that, where it's very much about the comedy of the situation for him as a character of where he's being placed in the world and his level of uncomfort, and then also kind of the anxiety and vulnerability that that brings out in him. Well, you know, that happened to me in, in, in a certain way, of course, it's in a different way. But uh, when I came to this country, it was uh, red carpets are, were so scary to me mm -hmm. uh, because I was uh, still I'm still learning the language. It's, it's not my first language, so I'm always struggling. But uh, back then I was I didn't want to do the talking ever. So I, I, every, every time I was walking a red carpet, I, I wanted to walk the red carpet with someone in case I don't understand a question. I was like, I can like poke someone and say, you go. So I remember that those times where I was really scared or I was at a party and I, I didn't want anyone to talk to me because I didn't want to, to go through the process of not understanding a question or not having the words to respond. In. So it was pretty much um, me. <laughs> I also love how much of the movie is about the center of Antonio's family as like such a core of who he is. And even just little moments like when he comes in and he's sitting down on the couch watching TV with his mom and is kind of holding her hand as she gets up and goes to bed. And that feels like their routine of what they do every single night together. And so what were the most important aspects of just, you know, that quiet, those quiet moments between him and his mom that you really wanted to bring to the screen? We wanted to reflect, uh, how different these two worlds are, you know, and the US when you're 18 years old, they kick you out of your parents' house. And uh, in Latinos, we are the, exactly the opposite. You, you can have, you can be 40 years old, 50 years old and still live with your parents and it's okay. I mean, your mom you never wants you to leave. And uh, that was really funny. We wanted to reflect that and, and, and the clash of these two worlds. Uh, we thought it, it could be funny. So that was part of an intention. Yeah. Well, those scenes are really beautiful. And I really loved both of your performances and the dynamic of these two characters coming together. So thank you so much for talking about the movie today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, thank, you, thank you so very much. much.